Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, You, Us, a well-being podcast. It's another Well-Being Wednesday here at Consumers Energy, and I'm your host, Bill Krieger. Today, my guest is Abby Eggerman. She's a senior technical analyst for gas and electric engineering and GIS here at Consumers Energy. So, Abby, if you'll introduce yourself, we'll get the conversation started. Well, first off, let me just dispel the notion that I know anything about GIS. I... I do have a degree in geography from the University of Illinois, but uh, my my degree is so old that it came before GIS had become something. So just to give you a sense of that, my senior year at college, there was an experimental course called computer cartography. And you could enter this course without any kind of programming background whatsoever. And what they wanted us to do was write a program to digitize a map. And I was going along digitizing, digitizing, digitizing. I had the entire the entire continent of Africa outlined and each country in Africa outlined, and I lost it. I have no idea what happened. Well, you know, what do you expect from somebody who got through for practically four years of college without ever touching a computer. Anyway, that's how old my degree is. Well, you know, I don't think you can get away with uh, college now without touching a computer, that's for sure. <laughs> no, I mean, just years after me, like when I graduated from college, everybody who was coming out of high school had at least sat down in front of a computer at some time. Well, and you know, I'm of that age too, where I can remember like my dad bringing home our very first computer that he was using for work. And I remember that crazy sound of the dial-up and uh, all these things that my kids will never know. It's gone the way of the record album or the eight-track tape. There you go. I still listen to CD. Somebody was asking, what are you doing with your CD collection? Well, I'm still listening to it. (laughs) (laughs) You're not ready to let go of that yet, huh? Not yet. (laughs) So the other day we were talking and we were talking about public speaking. And I remember us uh, saying that there's some statistics out there. I know we make up a lot of statistics, but there's this one that's pretty consistent. And that is uh, when people are surveyed about the things that they are most afraid of, uh, it's not the computer, it is public speaking. So what are your thoughts on that? One reason that we're sitting out down having this conversation today, Bill, was because I reached out to you about Toastmasters. I've been a member of Toastmasters since 1997, just a year after I started working here at Consumers Energy. And Toastmasters is an international organization to help you develop your speaking and leadership skills. I joined Toastmasters because I had moved up here from Illinois. I lived in Ann Arbor, worked in Jackson, didn't know anybody, and was looking for just a social connection. So for me, the public speaking skills was just a side benefit of meeting new people. But I really noticed a difference in my ability to hold up my end of a conversation. My family has noticed that difference. And... That's because of the confidence that I've gained through Toastmasters. Public speaking skills is something that you can learn, that you don't have to be a master speaker in order to just speak up in a meeting. 
if you're so afraid of public speaking that you get nervous talking to the people you know in a meeting situation, Toastmasters is the place for you. Well, and that's that's good to hear. And I think sometimes it, it can be more difficult to talk to people that you know than it can be to talk in front of people that you don't know. Have you experienced that at all? That is like where I started. I remember in my career before joining Consumers Energy, I remember the first time we sat down at a table to have a meeting. And I'm sure the people across from me could hear my heart beating out of my chest and just not having the courage to speak. And these were people, at least I, I know I listened to them. I don't know how much I ever talked to them, but just I was afraid to speak up. And one thing that I've learned over my career at Consumers Energy is that we we need to speak up as part of our safety culture. And even in IT, you know, there are times when I didn't say something because I was the new kid. And then that had ramifications for years to come. And I just wish that I had had that courage to speak up sooner, to recognize that I had something to contribute here. Part of our safety culture is that courage to speak up, even when it's your first day on the job. Well, you know, I never thought about it in that context. So so here you are, you're the new kid from Illinois. You join, join this social club that turns out to be about public speaking and leadership. What are some of the things that, that you've learned in Toastmasters over the time that you've been there that have helped you to be able to speak up? The first thing is just having the confidence. We, we have different roles in different parts of our meeting that are very structured. One of the sections is our impromptu speaking. And I think of that as thinking on your feet. Most of the people that I knew that were really gaining from, from Toastmasters talk about that. The, the, the table topics that we like to call it is an opportunity for just a brief on your feet kind of conversation. And that's where people have noticed most of the gains in their uh, journey at Toastmasters. Now, if you want to be a professional speaker, Toastmasters is a great place to also do, you know, fine tune and hone your, your public speaking skills and your speech development. So it's interesting you talk about table topics. Um, I sat in on a meeting last week and uh, got to participate in table topics. But, I, you know, the thing that struck me about that is that oftentimes uh, I might go to a party or I might be meeting new people and I just don't really know what to talk about. And that really opened my eyes to listening to kind of what's going on and using that as a way to start having a conversation with somebody. And just in that short period of time, I thought, well, this this is kind of a pretty amazing way to do that because not only are they kind of picking on some people to do it, but people are raising their hands saying, I want to do table topics. And uh, it was a really unique and interesting challenge. And I see where that would help uh, in that um, small scale development. So how does Toastmasters work then? I know that I got to see it firsthand uh, during the meeting last Friday, and I would encourage people, we're gonna tell you how to do this at the end of the podcast. I would encourage people to check it out because it's very uh, interesting and informative. So what does the progression look like in Toastmasters to get you to that point where you're ready to kind of have that big speech? When you join Toastmasters, you, you select a pathway 
And there's at least a dozen to choose from anything. I'm working on a team collaboration pathway right now. My sister who joined our club from California, she's working on a humorous speaking. So whatever your interest is, there's a different pathway for you. Yeah, every pathway starts at a base camp. And your base camp, you start off with an icebreaker speech. You have an evaluation for that. And you, you take what you learned in that evaluation and apply it to your next speech. And then you give an evaluation. I, I, honestly, I'm going to tell you one of the things that I love about doing that is that you're learning those leadership skills right away. It's so important at work and, and to have you know, collegial relationships with your colleagues to be able to give the feedback in a, in a positive way. And it's what builds your confidence. So you start off with your icebreaker speech, four to six minutes, and then you develop most of the speeches that you'll give from then on are five to seven minutes. The Toastmasters has a very prescribed program. It has different roles at the meeting that you can play. Uh, one of our current leaders, she said she was a member of Toastmasters for a year before she opened her mouth. I mean, that means that she sat and was the timer for a year. That's a role that I despise because <laughs> somehow you got to manage your, your stopwatch and turning on lights or switching your background now. It's like, how do you manage all that? I, <laughs> I'm like, my, my heart beats when I have that role. I'm like, somebody else, please. <laughs> anybody but me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you just take on different roles. Toastmasters is a great place to fail. It's very safe. So it's a good place to try out something new because you know you're going to get the feedback you need to know what it is you need to do to, 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 to be better. You'll be comfortable taking on new challenges through Toastmasters. Well, and you know, the interesting thing that you said there was that you get evaluated and then you evaluate people. And that's something I didn't know. So I see where the, where leadership can come in because you do have all the different roles in the meeting itself. Uh, but not only are you receiving this timely and important and relevant feedback, you're learning how to give it. And I, I can see where some people might have uh, a struggle with that in their in their day to day or their professional life providing feedback, but but they're getting this training in a very safe environment, a very uh, non-judgmental environment, but you're still getting good feedback. So I can see where that would help. And then you have, we have a general evaluator who then turns around and evaluates the people who just evaluated the speakers. So you get feedback on your ability to evaluate as well. Well, and that took me by surprise. Like I didn't realize what that evaluator did when I was looking at the agenda. So yes, <laughs> You have your evaluators, and then you have your evaluator of the evaluators, which was uh, very interesting to me. I I had a great time uh, working through. I'm looking forward to to continuing on. I kind of feel like I twisted your arm into joining Toastmasters, but you just jumped right in. <laughs> well, you know, I'm a firm believer in that everything happens for a reason. And I had looked at Toastmasters over the years, like at least once or twice a year, I'd be like, oh, I should check out Toastmasters, and then I just don't do it. And so you had me in a spot where I was like, yeah, let's do this. So I appreciate the arm twisting. It worked. So we've talked about Toastmasters and um, how it has helped you and helped others. 
So if I'm interested in Toastmasters, how can I find out about it? How can I join a club near me? Or now with everything being virtual, join a club that's not near me. Yeah. And well, number one, I would reach out to Bill Krieger. He'll he'll put you in touch with me and we can we can get you signed up. It's painless, right? Well, it took a little it took a little hunting on the website. Toastmasters.org. Just that's it. Go out to the Toastmasters website. You can learn about the organization. You can find a club. But really, here at Consumers Energy, we've got a couple of clubs that are mostly filled with Consumers Energy folks. And that's uh, the Rising Stars, Energizers, and Power Toastmasters here in Jackson. When we were meeting, we were actually meeting at Consumers Energy during lunch. Now it's virtual. So my sister from California has joined our club and it's great to see her every week. Yes, yeah, so just uh, just reach out to me or to Bill and we'll we'll get you connected with other people and we'll find a club that that's convenient for you. Also, it's one of the most affordable ways to to develop your speaking and leadership skills. The, if you were going to attend like a seminar for a day or half a day, you would pay more than you pay for a half a year here at, at, uh, in Toastmasters. And you don't get nearly the same opp- opportunities to practice. I think it's the weekly practice and the habit that, that, that you form by belonging to a Toastmasters club that makes the biggest difference, especially compared to a one-day or two-day seminar. So if you are looking for personal or professional development, uh, just to overcome your fear of public speaking or to meet other people in a social environment, it sounds like Toastmasters uh, has it all. So please feel free to reach out to myself or Abby here at Consumers Energy or the Toastmasters.org website if you're looking for a a club outside of Michigan or outside of uh, Consumers Energy. Lots of different ways to do it. So we're getting close to time to wrap up, uh, but I did want to ask if there's anything else you'd like to share with the audience before we go. I enjoy Toastmasters. It's the structure. It's easy to follow. You get rewarded like every time you attend, you know, you, you get rewards for completing your projects. And that feels good just by itself. So, yeah, if you're stuck in one of those jobs where you feel like that idiot who keeps doing the same thing over and over again and there's no payoff at the end, there's another reason to join Toastmasters. It's fun. You get those little rewards, those little adrenaline pushes every time. You go like, I did it. I finished. I'm going back through this new program we have. When we had printed materials, There used to be a comment in there that said, Toastmasters doesn't make the butterflies go away. It just helps them fly in formation. I really like that. Isn't that great? (laughs) That is. I like that because I I can see that. They don't go away. They're just doing what they're supposed to do now. I'm not lucky enough to to have seen butterflies in formation, but (laughs) nice image anyway. So I appreciate you sharing that with myself and the audience. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day to be on the podcast. And I really appreciate it. And hopefully we can do this again soon and see where we're at with Toastmasters. Oh, Bill, thank you for giving me the time. Really appreciate that. And thank you to the audience for tuning in today. 
Remember, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcasting platform, and be sure to take a few minutes and fill out our survey to let us know how we're doing. That can be found at http colon slash slash b-i-t dot l-y slash m-e dash y-o-u dash u-s. And remember to tune in every Wednesday when we talk about the things that impact your personal well-being.